Welcome back, everybody, to the Everything Cast. I am your host, Wyatt, and with me, as always, my co-host, Evan. What up, what up, everybody? Uh, welcome, guys. Well, this is uh, episode two. This is an exciting time. We got uh, a lot of things to talk about. But uh, first and most importantly, Evan has been going through quarantine. He's got one day left. So uh, how, how do you feel about that, man? Oh, I'm more than ready to get out of here, you know. Uh, hopefully get an apartment by this weekend. And definitely ready to actually eat some decent food and have a nice bed. So definitely looking forward to it. Why? What are you sleeping on now? A cot? Two fucking box springs, pretty much, on top of each other. With a pillow. <laughs> And uh, the only blanket I have is one that I bought on the way over here at the airport. It's like a four by four. Uh, it doesn't even cover oh, me. Oh no! So that's the oh, only, no. only blanket I have. So it's been it's been good. Yeah, I feel that. The other day, the Dakota, my daughter, she fucking pissed and shit all over our blankets and stuff. And so I had to sleep with uh, like a uh, a baby blanket. Yeah. And that shit fucking sucked, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's not not the best, but almost out. So, yeah, you're gonna get uh you're gonna be able to get good internet. Uh, yeah, I hope so. The internet here actually isn't really too bad, honestly. Even in the dorms here, so I'm not sure what the speeds and stuff are. And like the local area, but if it's anything like this, it'll, it'll be pretty good. Well, dude, you better be able to get good internet. You're in the the, the land of uh, more internet cafes than coffee cafes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will be pretty good, honestly. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So um, so we've had a uh, a couple inputs on on the podcast on the on the first episode. And so um, I want to further elaborate on uh, a thing real quick. All right. And that thing is uh, the Jake Paul fight. So uh, Jake Paul is uh, fighting somebody named uh, Tyron Woodley. Tyron, Tyron Woodley is a, uh, you know, a five-time world title holder for the middleweight. He's a Hall of Famer. And this dude is a fucking savage, like a legitimate savage, right? And uh, he's definitely going to be Jake's, you know, hardest opponent by far, like by far. And uh, dude has some serious one hit KO type type power, and uh, and very clearly he so does Jake, right? And um, a lot of people say that uh, Jake doesn't have uh, hasn't earned his right to be taking on these fights, right? Like he's he 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 fought Ben Askren. And uh, who is also a Hall of Famer UFC fighter. Now he's fighting Tyron Woodley, who's a UFC Hall of Famer. And then uh, his, his Jake's brother, Logan, um, just fought Floyd Mayweather, right? So there's a lot of people who are saying they don't deserve it. They haven't put in the work. You know, most uh, most professional fighters do a hundred, a hundred, if not hundreds of amateur fights before going into professional fighting. They they dedicate their lives to this stuff, and that these people uh, are now, you know, on some of the biggest cards, fighting the biggest people in the world. And a lot of people are saying that it's unfair. And um, uh, to be quite frank, I, I disagree with this. 
And the, the reason why I, I disagree with this is because, <clears throat> one, right, they put in the work beforehand. And what I mean by that is they they grew a, a proper multi-million person following before they even picked up the boxing gloves, right? And now that's not an excuse necessarily for them to be able to do the things that they're doing. But there is also one other thing that they did that I truly believe is played a big factor into uh, the, their success in, in the fight, uh, the fight game, right? And it's this. So people who start training and uh, I, I'm not a professional, right? Uh, I'm just a very, very uh, active viewer. And I, I've dedicated a lot of time to researching and following the sports, right? Combat sports, specifically UFC and boxing, right? And so these kids, they start training at seven, eight years old and uh, go professional when they're 19, 20, 21 years old. And like I said, they'll have hundreds of amateur fights, right? But that doesn't necessarily give them an advantage. And my reasoning and justification for that is this, right? When you're eight years old or nine years old and you start training, you're going to get good uh, up until about the, the ages 11, 12, 13, depending on who you are. And then you're going to start going through this thing called puberty, right? And the issue with that is, is you got so used to your body being a certain type of way, now your arms are growing, now your legs are growing, and they're not growing at the same rates. So now you have to learn how to fight with your arms being longer than your legs, and your legs being longer than your arms, and then you're not going to have proper full control of them um, as you're going through puberty. And as soon as you start to get used to uh, your body, it's going to change again and then change again and then change again and then change again, right? So by them waiting until they are 20, uh, 21 years old and 22 years old, that's how old Jake and Logan were when they started training, it's going to uh, – they don't have to relearn anything. They just got to learn the mu muscle memory, learn the, the neuron pathways in their brain, and then they just get to continue to build and build and build and build and build off of everything that, that they have learned. And that is proven to be a successful way of learning how to do a combat sport, right? And the way that has been proven is Jake's first three fights have all been knockouts. Two out of the three fights have been first round knockouts. And not in some atypical way. It's been very fashionable. He's displayed very, very good uh, striking ability. And an insane amount of striking power, right? And so, so not only have they done that, but they also built it up themselves. Their first uh, fights were $10 pay-per-views. Then it was $20 pay-per-views, right? And then uh, Jake's... Uh, second fight against Nate Robinson was on the undercard of um, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. So that fight was $50, but you weren't necessarily paying for Jake's fight. You were paying for Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., who are Hall of Famer boxers, right? And uh, the KSI versus Logan Paul fight was $30, so it wasn't like they were coming out of the gate charging an, uh, an exponential amount of money, right? 
they 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 started from a, uh, on the low end, and after they their ten dollar fight, and it was a f- spectacle. It was awesome. It was a great fights to watch. Then they're like, okay, now we can do twenty bucks. So now Jake has a I I don't know exactly how many fights his contract is, but now he has a fight contract with Showtime. So now these fights are going to be fifty dollars, right? So you take it, all that into consideration, and you can't be upset that they're doing what they are doing. Not only that, now you got to take into the consideration that they amassed a, a following of millions of people, right? And that equates into a lot of fucking money, right? So now they're able to hire the best trainers in the world, the best doctors in the world, personal chefs, nutritionists, you know, and able, they're able to fly out all these uh, high-end fighters to train with them and spar with them and give them tips and tricks, right? Like Logan Paul just posted a, a picture of him uh, shadow boxing and, uh, uh, and at Manny Pacquiao's gym. These are the things that are uh, allowing them to be so successful in the things that they are doing. Right. So the, for the people who are saying that things are just being handed to them, they put the work in before they picked up the gloves and then they're just using their stardom to help kickstart their career. Now, I get how people can say that that's unfair. But as everybody can tell you, the world ain't fair. And it would be a different story if they were going into the ring and getting knocked out every single time. Right, but that's not the case. It's actually the exact opposite. They're the ones knocking people out, right? And not so, not necessarily so much Logan, but Jake, right? And so now with the the Tyron Woodley fight, you know, everyone's saying, "Oh yeah, Tyron Woodley, he's a five-time UFC champ, you know, Hall of Famer, blah blah blah. He's gonna knock him out." Well, guess what? That's what they said about Ben Askren. That this was it for. This was it for Jake. Ben Askren was going to come in there. He's going to uh, light him up. He's going to destroy him. He's a, U- uh, a UFC Hall of Famer, Olympic gold re- wrestler, all these things. And what happened? Jake knocked him out in a minute and 18 seconds. Right? So, and then uh, when Logan got in the ring with Floyd, what did everybody say? Floyd's going to knock him the fuck out. The, Floyd's the greatest boxer of all time. And what was the outcome of it? They went the distance. Not only that, Logan Paul stunned Floyd Mayweather twice in the fight, which has never been done in his career, right? Uh, for Floyd, right? He's never been stunned twice in a fight. And so uh, th- that that's just kind of my, my look, and I get that a lot of people aren't going to agree with that, and a lot of people are probably going to disagree with that. But uh, I've been a, a big supporter of the Pauls, the Paul brothers for a, for a while, for a long time. I have some uh, some of Logan Paul's merch, and uh, I, I'm excited to see uh, where all, where all this goes. Uh, I truly believe that Jake Paul is gonna knock out uh, Tyron Woodley. You know, the uh, Tyron and Jake both are calling for third round knockouts, and uh, so I, I'm excited. Man. I'm buying it. I, I'm tuning in, and I'm excited for that. Right. Now, while we're on the topic of the Paul brothers, <laughs> two things just happened with, uh, with Logan in the last 24 hours, right? So uh, for those of you who don't know, how Logan got his start in boxing was fighting a, uh, a guy named, a fellow YouTuber named KSI. They fought once. The first time it was a draw. They fought the second time, and uh, 
the fight was very controversial. Some things happened. Logan Paul got two points deducted from him. Uh, and the last time that that ever happened was uh, uh, Mike Tyson and Holyfield when Mike Tyson bit a Holyfield's ear off. In professional boxing, that was the only time ever that someone got two points deducted until the KSI versus Logan Paul fight for a love tap on the back of the head, right? And so because of that that decision that that ref made, Logan Paul ended up losing the fight. So uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the person that he fought, which was I think just about two years ago, well, they just made a video together. And it has broken the internet. KSI and Logan Paul made a video together. And that is huge. And I love to see it. I love I love to see it. But that being said, I truly believe that if Logan would have won that fight, this collaboration would not have happened. Logan Paul is not a very prideful person, and that is what has allowed this collaboration to happen. Versus if KSI was to have lost, he would be holding that grudge with him to the day he went to the grave. And I guarantee you, we, we probably would have seen a Logan Paul versus KSI two or three, right? And so the other thing that happened in the last 24 hours with Logan is he called out Floyd Mayweather again, right? Now, me being a Logan Paul fan, I say, bring it on. I want to see it. Let's go for a second, a second round, right? To me, that fight was so exciting. But on the other hand, I, I'm not dumb, right? Uh, it's a loser mentality, right? Like every time that a fighter loses, what do they do? Say, oh, yeah, I bet you if we fight again, it would never happen. I bet you if we fought again, I'm going to beat you this time. Right, so I definitely see how um, uh, the, the video that I seen of Logan talking about Floyd, like it was just posted up like an hour or two ago, so it hasn't fully hit the internet yet. But I'm sure that that's what the common consensus is going to be. Like, oh yeah, the loser's calling out the winner again. Now, technically, there was no official winner when Logan fought Floyd because it went the distance and it was an expedition match. Uh, for those of you who don't know. Logan Paul is 6'2", 200 plus pounds walking around weight, and Floyd Mayweather is like 100 uh, is 5'8", 140 ish pounds walking around. So, uh, in it, but in the fight, Logan had a weigh in between 185 and 190, and Floyd had a weigh in between uh, 155 and 160 for the expedition, right? And so, but Logan's exact words were. Uh, you know, Floyd, if you want to, if you want to go and get at it again, I, I got you figured out. Uh, you, the first time I stepped into the ring with you, you you are, you know, um, debatably the greatest boxer of all time. I didn't know what to expect. Now that I figured you out, I know how you fight. I know how you work firsthand. It ain't going to end the same way again. And all I know is if it does happen again, I am buying that fight. Without a doubt, I'll be so stoked to see that stuff again. You got any uh, any comments about any of this fight stuff, Evan? No, I, I would a rematch like that would be uh, pretty cool to watch. I personally don't think Floyd would take up another opportunity like that, uh, unless it's all by his rules again. 
But it definitely would be a pretty interesting fight. What about the Jake the Jake stuff? Um I'm not I don't really follow them too much, so I don't have a, a whole lot to say, honestly. Uh but that fight is gonna be pretty interesting too. Uh like you said. Yeah, but what about I'm sorry. But what about the people who uh are saying that they're kinda like scamming the game and cheating the game and they're like getting fights that they don't deserve? I mean I personally don't see any issue. I don't think it's really kind of, you know, cheating or coming up a different way. If you have that much kind of like startup and stuff, might as well use it, you know. Uh, it's not like they, you know, did everything in their past just to become uh, boxers, you know. If they can be literally anything and people are going to blame it on, oh, you're going to you know, take all your influence and put it towards something else and everyone else has to grind their entire childhood life for it. You know, saying it's unfair. I I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that, um, dude, I, I, um, like, like I said on the episode one, like I'm just here to spread positivity and uh you know if dude if that's what you want to do man it uh and even a lot of other professional fighters uh it's obviously mixed mixed emotions about the whole jake paul and logan paul and all these other celebrities trying to get in the ring now um a lot of them will say this and this and i agree with this is you know if you want to get in the ring and get punched in the head and make money for it everybody's entitled to it it doesn't matter if you have fame or not if you want to try and do it go ahead and do it. And that and that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Right? So um uh another interesting topic and this this is a topic that actually kind of makes me proud, right? And uh it's that uh undoubtedly right now in the in the music industry millennials are running the fucking game, man. And I am so fucking I'm so proud of it, man. I am so so proud of this we got people like justin bieber are, are you know topping the charts we got people like uh the kid Leroy. we got uh miley cyrus we got uh polo g running the rap game uh we got uh so so many people that are uh, gen z at the top of the billboards and to me that makes me so goddamn happy now the reason why I want to talk about this is because so you can't you can't dispute that fact, right? But the reason why I want to talk about this is uh um you know everyone's shitting on millennials because of all their you know air quotation problems, right? Like uh millennials are known to be struggling with anxiety and depression and all this shit and everyone's all calling us pussies and that we're just weak and we don't know anything you know and blah 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 blah. well i got a couple things to say about that one if you were born from the year 99 or sorry 2001 until today it is the only generation that has been at war the whole entire time that you have been alive been alive we in the United States have been at war since 2001. So, so tr- call us weak, but we are the only generation who has ever had to deal with these type of things. We are also the only generation that has ever had to deal with the internet. Now you put those two things together, man, and not 
great things are going to come with that. But one great thing that does come from that, and people have been saying this for a very long time, is that pain creates creativity. So the fact that millennials are at the top of the billboard charts right now, to me, makes a whole lot of fucking sense because there is a whole lot of fucking pain, right? Would you uh, would you agree with any of that? Uh, I don't know. It's, some of it's hard to really see and agree with the whole, you know, war thing. It's you know the war on terror, true, but it's nothing compared to what the past generations have gone through. Um, For sure. World War One, World War Two are incomparable to the War on Terror. Not saying the War on Terror is uh, not terrible. It's definitely, uh, you know, one of those topics where it's been going on for a long time, and definitely, it's it, uh, that might be a whole other topic that we'll have to discuss. But you are right. It, the music industry part, it is cool to see these you know our generation and these newer generations kind of coming up and not so much replacing but kind of taking over uh some of the older generations and there's been a big change in the style of music i feel like even in the last uh 10 years uh i listen to a lot of you know rap and there's some good things about the change, I think, and then there's a lot of things that I dislike about uh, new music and stuff like that. Yeah, um, like mumble rap. Yeah, not not a big don't fan. Don't care for that. Don't yeah, uh, don't not a big fan. There's, but there definitely is a lot of people coming up and making a lot of money that way, and uh, you know, hey, if, if people listen to it, then then good for you uh, but it, it is good to see yeah uh, the one last thing I will say about the war thing and about um, don't get me wrong dude like World War One, World War Two, Vietnam all these things they, they're not great they are not, not great and I'm not trying to discredit any of that by any means but um, there was always a sigh of relief right all those things came to an end, right? There was that day where we got all of our troops home. There was that day where we can say, finally, it is over. Our, 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 our troops are home. We can celebrate this. This is a time for rejoicement, and this is a time for conclusions and uh, mourning. Uh, our generation hasn't gotten that yet. And hopefully, you know, every president... Uh, you know, Bush on his second uh, second run, Obama uh, for his things, uh, for his two his two runs as presidency, Trump. Everybody always preached, "We're bringing our troops home. We're bringing our troops home. We're bringing our troops." And still, it's still going on. Our troops are home, yeah. and that's kind of what that's kind of what I was getting at, right? We we have yet to see that sigh of relief. We have yet to get to, to truly mourn and let go and move on. From, from these things, and that's kind of what I was meaning to like uh, what I was meaning when I was saying these type of things. Mm. Yeah, war on terror is a lot different from any other really conflict. It's not something that, uh, as we can see, is you know, endable quickly. 
if you've been seeing some of the news, right. we actually just pulled out of one of our, the biggest uh, bases in Afghanistan, Bagram. And we left, I think it was actually on the 4th of July. They pulled out at night and just left the base. So there's, um, there is definitely uh, an attempt to yeah, minimize. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. Which is, yes, I love to see it. Mm-hmm. Love to see it, man. But Seriously. There, also, there's, it's just a tough topic because there's still so much things going on over there with uh terrorism and the people of the countries so it's it's hard to say that by pulling out is a good thing because now even though i personally don't think we should be policing as much but if a nation uh, needs it and the people need it then i I think it is a good thing to help and assist but yeah there's got to be a a line or something yeah yeah um Especially when uh, our country is struggling as much as it is, right? Like everybody, uh, you know, uh, America's the big brother, right? And uh, but when big brother, when big, I can't even talk. When big brother is uh, struggling, you know, we we got to focus on ourselves first. You know, the uh, a good analogy, and this is something that they teach you in a uh, um, in uh, in rehab, right? Is that when you're on an airplane and something bad's going on, right, and the face mask drop, you know, they tell you, you know, put it on yourself first because if you're passed out, you can't help anybody, right? And uh, and that's kind of how I that that's kind of how I see that too, right? Is we're struggling, so we need to, you know, put the face mask on us first too, you know. Uh, because we, we, our country is in a good state, you know, I mean, just in the last, uh, you know, 10 months, a lot of craziness has happened here in, um, in, in our country. And, uh, and we, we need to help get ourselves straight now more than ever. And, uh, and I'm not saying, you know, fuck all the other countries, but we do need to, we need to get our priorities straight once again and reunite, reunite as a, as a country. Definitely. Yeah, I, f- I feel like there's currently a lot of divide, and uh, wherever you look, there's always just arguing, and there's so many things that uh, could be dealt with better if people just came together and worked at a common ground rather than going to extremes on, on things. Yep. It's, it's sad to see, but um, I, I'm not too sure how uh that's gonna happen but hopefully yeah and it's a, it's such a tr- uh tricky subject it is such a tricky and i don't think that there is a you know a one shoe fits all type of uh conclusion for any of it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and uh but we'll, we'll go to a we'll, we'll switch it up and go over to a lighter topic right uh if you can go to the past or to the future but you were going to be stuck there. Where would you go? Or when would you go? And why? Yeah, that's a pretty... Honestly, I I think going back to the past would be pretty cool. Um, just to, you know, there's a lot less stress back in the day. Uh, not having as much responsibility and stuff. And, like, just being a kid again, you know? That was probably some of the best times of your life you didn't have to really worry about much and just happy 24 7 
but so uh, you're saying you you want to go back to like when you were a kid oh no 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 i'm just oh, saying okay, it, okay. it would it would be cool to go back and visit but um i'm i'm happy where i am you know i i feel like i've i've done everything uh good and i don't think i'd want to go back and really change too much but the, going to the future i it would be interesting to see how everything pans out but at the same time i wouldn't want to waste those years uh in between there's you know always something new going on and crazy things to see so i'd i'm just you know enjoying the ride Really, that's an interesting answer. Um, now me, I, I I see a completely different bro. If I if I can take me, my girlfriend, and my daughter, I'd go back to the year eighteen hundred, and I would just fucking grab my axe, and I would uh, grab a skinning knife, <clears throat> and march me and my girlfriend and my daughter out to a somewhere probably like somewhere in like uh uh like uh, South Dakota. Just st- stick my fucking axe in the ground and be like, "Yep, this is ours." Build myself <laughs> a little house and just live off the land until until we die. Get away from you know. Back then there was you know you're just on the brink of some you know technological advances. You you got a little bit going on. You got some steam powered engines and all, all that stuff. Everything, the world's starting to come together rather quickly. But uh, you still also get the solitude, right? And uh, things aren't as crazy. The first guns aren't real, uh, aren't invented yet. And uh, uh, that that's that's where I would go, man. I would just do that, build myself a little a uh, little house, go hunting, and just provide for my 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 family, and just uh and and not have to deal with the stresses of society nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think that that's that is what I would do. But uh. That that kind of piggybacks me into uh, my next question. Okay, my next question is: If you can go uh, five years into the future, and uh, you you get this, you're going to yourself. Okay, so you're going five years into into the future, but you're seeing yourself, and you're there for two minutes. You can't touch anything. You can't speak to anyone. You can't move anything. All you get to do is just take in your surroundings. Would you do it? Uh, yes, I I definitely would. Uh, so when you ask this, where do you, where are you going into the future at? Where do you like? Where are you spectating? It it'll be like a uh, basically like a third person's view of yourself. Yes, of yourself. Yep. Okay. That, yeah, I I definitely would. Just to see where I'm at, and kind of see how society and everything is going. You know, um, I don't think too much is going to change in five years. I don't see really any giant leaps of technology uh, coming soon. But it it'd be cool to see where I'm at. Really, I, I thought your answer would be no to this because. Uh... You know, your future is guaranteed to be different in five years just because of what it is that you're doing for work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, so I guess maybe that would be uh, interesting for you to see. But uh, I've asked other people this question, and uh, a lot of people say no. 
just because of the stress that that it brings with uh, with knowing, right? Like, well, what are all the decisions that I made to to get there? Is this the right decision to make sure that I get to that that future? Or like, what if it's a future that I don't like? Then what is it? What decisions that I made did led me there? You know. Uh, but no, I agree. I agree 100%. I, I most definitely would take this opportunity because um, for me, uh, if I was to go, and now this is gonna this is gonna get very dark, okay? If I was to go five years in the future and see me basically exactly where I am now, just five years in the future, my daughter's just a little bit older, but nothing has changed. Like, mm-hmm. being realistic, bro, I'll just fucking, once I get back to my body, I'm killing myself. <laughs> like, I, I'm not doing it, bro. I, I am not doing it. I'm not doing this uh, living paycheck to paycheck. I'm currently working 56 plus hours a week, six days a week. You know, I, I, I'm not doing this for five fucking more years. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I just, I, I couldn't do it. There, there's no way I could do it. And, uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. That, so, that would be uh, tough, uh, but just, um, what would you do in yeah. the case of it, when you did go into the future, you're just kind of, you just, I guess, start spectating in a graveyard above your grave. Right. Or just everything's black. <laughs> yeah. Just pitch black. <laughs> like, well, yeah. um, all right right yeah I, that would mentally fuck you up too right yeah, yeah. you just start going That'd hard be pretty crazy. Fucking... yeah that's right. taken every day like it's your last yeah and that would be like a huge kind of like uh like butterfly effect right because you would like go into the future see yourself dead so then you'd be like all right well fuck it then i'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing this shit fuck, give me the heroin give me the meth i'm gonna fucking start mm-hmm. living it up now right but then what if it's because that you saw yourself in the future that led you to your death? You get oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's uh, it's interesting. Imagine if you go into the future for those two minutes, but when that two minutes is up, you have no remembrance of anything that you just witnessed. Well, then there'd be no point. That is true. What if that's what dreams you are? Know? Some dreams are. Maybe. Um, one of our friends, one of our friends, Dalton, he said some shit to me that kind of fucked me up. And, uh, I'm glad you said that because, uh, uh, you know, so this may be hard for some people to follow, but, um, so to to be able to follow along with this, uh, kind of train of thought, you got to believe in the multiverse. All right. And which I, I do. And so does my friend, uh, well, our friend and, uh, he said to me, he's like, why, you know, uh, you, you know what deja vu? And I was like, yeah, of course. And he's like, you know how you go through periods of deja vu where, you know, you, um, you have it quite often and then you go through periods where you don't have it for a long time. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, what if, what if, you know, you, you know, you, you have destiny, right? Like y- your life's going to go a certain, certain way, Right. And as you're living your life, you start to stray off your path, the path of your destiny. So then your deja vu stop ha- stop happening uh, 
uh, or happen less frequently because you're not aligned with all of your other selves in your multiverse, right? And then once you realize, you know, you hit that brick wall and then you start making changes to your life to get back on the path of what is your destiny, then you start having deja vu more more frequently. That is that is uh, very interesting. Yeah, and when he said that, I was like, yeah, just <laughs> like, uh-huh. like like that's some deep shit, man. And uh, I mean, I, I I don't I don't know, right? Nobody really knows. But I was like, dude, that's that's that that may be a very valid point. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only one way to tell, right? And that's uh, if you know, you go, you go to the afterlife. I got, yeah. So I got another question while we're on, uh, the aspect of, uh, you know, uh, distant beliefs, you know, do you, do you believe that, uh, Zodiac signs play, play a factor on who you, who it is or who you are? So this is a good question. You see a lot of people are either, they don't care or this is like their entire personality almost. Um, I do not think that there's any, any tie between the two. I I don't think it has anything to do with it. I I don't personally, I think it's just not made up, but there's not much behind it. I know a lot of people have done a lot of research and you could watch a six hour long movie documentary explaining how it's true and all the examples uh, i i don't think it's really true one of the main yeah. reasons it is imagine if it is you know you know how boring that would be just to have a certain preset like mind or kind of a conscious you're always going to be a certain way predictable like what what fun is that you know meeting someone yeah. who's like asking a first question, like, oh, what's your you know, sign or whatever? And then instantly knowing all, everything uh, about them, there would be no point of, you know, life, really. Yeah, no. Because of that answer, I'm going to flip this on you. Mm-hmm. This, that, what you just described right there is exactly how society is set up right now. And what I mean by that is the, at least in America, the, the public school system. That is how we are created, is exactly what you described, right? It's, okay, the public school system is set up for you to basically become, like, three or four things, right? You're either going to be a factory worker, or you're going to go to school and become some type of doctor, or, you know, some some type of eight-year career thing, or lawyer, right? And and that kind of basically is, is stating the same thing that you're uh, saying now. Right. And uh, uh, so I think that uh, one of the the reasons why people have such a pessimistic look on uh, us uh, Gen Z people um, is because we're no longer following that, you know, the social construct norms. Do you get what I'm saying? Does anything I'm saying right now make sense? Uh, Define norms. Are you talking about like. 
like go to school, you know, get a degree, blah blah blah. And now everyone, like uh, Gen Z and millennials, you know, we're, we're like, uh, no, fuck that. We're gonna stream on Twitch and we're gonna do these things and we're gonna get, you know, degrees in uh, political science and do all these abstract things that back in their day definitely was not normal. Mm. So there's a few ways of looking at this. For me, at least, uh, I I want to go back into what you're saying, how the school system is built like that. As a, so, public school, and you know, pre-K through twelve, however you want to uh, call it, it's it's a general school system. It's it's not meant to place you in all these different things up until high school it's all general education it's just getting you to a kind of standard of what you should theoretically know uh going in through high school it kind of shreds it out a little bit more it you know there's different classes you can take based upon what you want to learn and what you want to know and then if you choose going to college then it gets even more specific um so i think the school system definitely could be 100 percent a lot better but the way it is right now i think it, it's not it, it's not terrible i think one of the biggest problems with like school is for one kids really don't listen at all they don't really care about their education i know when i yeah. went to high school i didn't care at all yeah, and same. looking back, I wish I would have actually paid attention, you know. I definitely have the ability to have learned things that I didn't because I wasn't paying attention. And a lot of people are saying, oh, I wish we talked about economics and stuff like that in school. And the funny part is some schools actually did. I, I've heard some of my friends be like, oh, I wish they talked about credit score and stuff. And they actually did. But most time people probably weren't even listening about it uh yeah yeah but i'm just saying it was you know yeah um i see what you're saying but i uh, i think it's just because we got lucky because uh i think you're talking about mr johnson right uh he he did a good job of trying to implement some of that stuff into our curriculum but uh I think that's just because of, uh, like I said, because of him specifically. I don't mm -hmm. like uh, the other teacher. Uh, I won't mention her name, but uh, she most definitely did not teach that type of stuff. And mm -hmm. then for a lot of schools, they they did most definitely did not teach that kind of thing because, uh, I, yeah, Mr. Johnson most definitely did attempt to uh, get that stuff installed installed in us as much as he could. With uh, with also trying to follow the curriculum that he is obligated to follow, mm -hmm. so, but uh, I think yeah, it it did definitely fall down to uh, from student to student because I I definitely do recall learning some of that stuff from him specifically. Mm -hmm. So, but um, going back to the zodiac sign stuff, uh, you know, there's a lot of women. Uh, in, in, in at least in my experience, it's mostly women who will be like uh especially through like dating apps and blah 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 it's like oh you're you're like i'm a taurus right they'll be like oh you're a taurus we're we're incompatible and it's like yeah. you don't even know me 
You don't even know who I am. So, like, how are you going to sit here and tell me? Now, that being said, um, my Zodiac sign is actually fairly, fairly accurate uh, to my personality type. Now, I don't know if that's necessarily coincidence or not, but what about your Zodiac sign? Like, do you think it uh, is a pretty good depiction of who you are? So, that's the thing. It's like a loaded question, almost. You can look at it at so many different perspectives. And you have a certain way of looking at yourself. And every single person you know has their own way of looking at you. So one person could be like, oh, you're totally that sign. And then another person be like, what the fuck? Totally opposite, you know? So it depends on on everybody, honestly. Now, if you think that you are, you do fit into that sign, then it, it's subconsciously you're going to either A follow it and do everything subconsciously knowing that you are that sign uh, or you're going to overthink it and try to do the opposite. So it's kind of just a a white question. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So people who uh, so somebody will go and like read what their zodiac sign is and then they're going to start acting that's that certain way whether it's subconsciously or actively just because they're reading that this is how they are supposed to act is what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually a good point. I never, uh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. And then for the the people, there, it's funny. I've seen a, a few different like memes and stuff about it. Uh, it's uh-huh. like like you're saying on dating apps and stuff. A dude would be like, oh, you know, talking the chick or something's like, oh, that's totally something that you would do because you're that sign. And the dude's like, oh. Well, I lied to you. I'm not even that sign. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, so you can literally fit yourself into every single zodiac sign if you really sat down and probably thought about it. So that that's the whole mindset I have about that. For yeah, that's people, true. It, some people it does help. They read their I don't know what it is every day zodiac sign thing, and yeah, yeah, uh, it it helps them. I I think. <laughs> um so if if that's something that you're interested or into then by all means you know have fun with it but i don't think yeah it's a, i think it's actually really bad that if you the first thing you think about someone is their zodiac sign and if you're going to be able to interact with them like if you come up to someone you're like oh yeah totally not compatible that's i don't that's terrible terrible way of going through life yeah uh, for you're real. Gonna yeah. miss out on a lot of a lot of friends and good conversations so that's that's my right opinion. so um you know we're talking about zodiac signs and uh like relationships and stuff so my next question is um in our day and age with uh social media being so prominent and being the way that it is a lot of a lot a lot a lot of women think it's super super disrespectful and even almost cheating to like a girl's uh, another woman's picture on Instagram. So what what do, what do you think about that? Uh yeah, definitely I've seen that before. It it depends on the circumstances, right? So you could have a friend who's a female that you've known for 20 years been best friends with and you just like her picture i guess uh just 
it's it's weird. So the whole like let's just talk about Instagram for one. The whole purpose of the app is to you know put pictures out there and show everybody what you're doing, whether you're proud of it or you know happy, just want to gloat. And right. um, I have a lot of mixed feelings about social media. I really. <laughs> I want to say I hate it, but then again, you go, I go on it every single day, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great tool, but at the same time, I hate it. I hate yeah. how much it affects people's lives. Yeah. I don't personally think it is cheating unless you, you're in a, like a committed relationship and then you go to a chick's profile and you just like fucking 40 of her pictures, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's flirting. But if you just like right. a, a picture of, of her, unless it's her in like a fucking bikini on the beach and her literally is just showing her ass, I guess that's kind of crossing the line a little bit. But really, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's a picture of just a chick's ass, it's uh, you know the, the the chick is literally posting that so she can literally have people look at her ass, you know, right for the validation. Know, yeah. So yeah. It, it, I think it's it depends on the situation. I know there's some chicks and stuff who are super self-conscious. So if you like a chick's thing, they're probably they might get jealous just because of the fact that you're showing another chick attention. So yeah, I and I think that's I'd... really what it all comes down to is just uh you know yeah is the uh, attention thing but I, i'm glad you said that you said that because uh, i'm 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 giving an uh, uh an, an analogy okay because this is the way that i see it right so we we all remember being young in our mid teens and going to the mall with our friends right and when we would go we wouldn't have money right and so you would walk through the mall and not buy a goddamn thing but you would go through the stores and you would look at everything and, you know, blah, 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 right? Is that stealing? No, right? Like, obviously not. I mean, unless you are legitimately taking something, then <laughs> yes, that is stealing. But that's called window shopping, right? And that's kind of how I see this. Now, if women out there think that <laughs> that uh, while they're getting piped down by their dude, that that dude is thinking about that girl's ass on Instagram, you are 100% mistaken. If you think that men have the brain power to be having sex and thinking about another woman while doing so, <laughs> we just don't, we, we don't have the capabilities of doing that. that that's Sim- not a simple creatures. Right. Exactly. That, that's not what at all what it is, what is going on in, in our heads. You know, uh, I think that you know, a lot of men who, like, uh, follow a lot of, uh, as they call them, insta-thoughts, right? And I'm even guilty of this. My, my Twitter feed is 90% porn, right? <laughs> uh, what it is, it's just, uh, it's just uh, you know, external stimulation, right? Like, uh, it, 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 just, it just really boil, boils down to that, right? Like, we're sitting in our, do- our, our doctor's office waiting for us our names to be called and it's nice to scroll through our instagram feed and see a a nice ass 
And it was like, okay, yeah, that's a little bit of a dopamine hit. No scroll, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it, for 90% of men, I would say, that's all that it truly is. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of, you know, douchebags out there that are liking that girl's uh, picture, then going to her story, looking at the story, swiping up, sending that story back to her with a message. Now that is cheating right that 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 is way that's uh you know breaking boundaries right you're in you're initiating uh, initiating something right and that that is wrong to do in in a relationship Mm -hmm. that that's that's just my opinion all right i got another question for you talking about girlfriends okay if your mother and your girlfriend were to swap brains and you have to have sex with one of them to get them back, which one of them are, uh, what, what, what are you going to do? Oh. Man. This, um, I've, I've heard this question brought up a few times and I don't think mm-hmm. I've actually been able to answer I guess I've heard a lot of uh, answers and explanations, and none of them are really good, honestly. Because uh, the, the, there is no good answer. No, there's there's no good there's no good scenario. There's nothing nothing that you can really say is gonna sound good at all. Um, but I'm gonna leave it that for now. I I want to hear what you have to say. All right, so I don't really have an answer for it either, because either way you're screwed. But I uh, I asked my girlfriend this, and obviously on the opposite end of you know me swapping brains with the father, her father, and her father swapping brains with me, and this is what she said. And I think this is probably as close to a good answer as you can get. She said she would knock out her father as in me she so her father would be in his brain would be inside of me knock him unconscious so that this way she's still having sex with my body and the father is not uh participating in any way shape or form and and i think that that's about as clean of an answer as you can get in that situation would then that technically be her raping your dad uh yeah i guess in a sense but <laughs> after after the deed is done by the time he wakes up he's already gonna be back in his body you get what i'm mm-hmm. saying so i i think that that's about it as good of an answer as that you can possibly give in that scenario yeah this, this is gonna be sound bad but if you had to literally pick a choice i would probably go with something similar I you you no one's going to be able to bang their physical mom and look at it the same even though your girlfriend's m- mentally in there I don't think anyone's going to be able to do that I don't think I could but at the same time mentally your mom and stuff yeah it's that's it's weird but so a little something that you can throw in there to make the spice things up a little bit is this thing that uh, <laughs> has been brought to my attention that is a very real invention. Okay? And this invention is... <laughs> it's it's a butt plug. 
right? A butt plug with a uh, battery-operated fan. So that this way, while you have sex, you can have the fan blowing on you and help keep you cool. Are you going to buy one? Uh, um, that, uh, that is... <laughs> I want. I want to see it in action. I want to see it in action first. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if? Uh, like, what if there was one where, like, uh, the like the 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 blades on the fan were like glow in the dark. So this way, while you're doing it in the dark, uh, you just see the fucking fan you, spinning. You get a little light to go. Put some LEDs right. on. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That. That'd be cool. I think. You're down. You buy one. <laughs> yep, I'll, I'd buy one. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. You got uh um. I just want to ask you, man. You uh, you know, you just went through your your quarantine. So mm. uh, how how you feeling, man? How how um, how was this one? How you feeling mentally? Um. So mentally it it kind of it differs right so this isn't my first quarantine i've right. before in europe and that wasn't too bad because i uh it was for work so i went there for a few months and i was in this kind of dorm room set up almost and right when i got there i could unpack all my stuff you know kind of settle in and i was still quarantined in the room that i was going to be living in here this is just right, a right. quarantine dorm so i've been literally living out of my backpack or my suitcases and i'm going to have to move everything either tomorrow or uh wednesday which really gonna suck and then so it's hard to kind of feel i guess like comfortable I've just been counting down the days pretty much. Yeah. And the, one of the worst parts about this quarantine is the time difference, right? So, yeah. Whenever, what is it? I would say around uh, 12 in the afternoon is when usually everyone that I know goes to sleep. Uh, either it's going to be around 10 p.m. Uh, what is it? Midwestern time. I don't know the actual name of it. Uh, Central time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Central, yeah. yeah. Pacific time. It's it's around eight. So there's not a lot of. That's when you usually start to. It gets pretty quiet. Uh, yeah. Play Xbox a lot. That's when everyone gets off. So that that's one of the toughest time hits. Because then I have like a an eight or a ten hour window of you know being by myself and. Alone. I, I yeah, I can't do anything. I can go outside, you know, and look around, but I can't go to the store. I can't do much. No human interaction really at that point. So that that's uh, some of the toughest times. But there's always a uh, like that silver lining at the end, you know. I got two more days, so just always looking forward to something. Yeah, but, yeah. At least you know that there's a a finish line, you know. Yeah. So it's it's been it has been terrible. The food's shitty, yeah. But I've been able to kind of relax <laughs> and do a lot of thinking 
So it, it's been good, and then some parts have been just boring, which is, I guess, the worst part of it. But I'm getting paid, so I have nothing to complain about. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah. All right, man. I think that's about it for this episode. You got any uh, any final any final words? Um, no less words, really. Um, there's definitely a lot of conversation that we just had. That was good. Yeah, we talked about a lot. We're definitely gonna have to come back around on some of those things. I feel like yeah, we're gonna have some questions, which will be fun to go through. So, yeah. Other than that, um, think. I think that's all for me. Yeah. All right, guys. That has been the Everything Cast. Once again, I am your host Wyatt, and uh, with me is, as always, is Evan. And so, uh, I hope you guys all have a great day. We love you. Drive safe, work safe, be safe, and we'll see you guys soon. Also, Thank I have you. one more thing. One more thing to say: if you have any uh-huh. questions or like to send in anything, um, we'll have to put in an email and have you guys message anything any questions anything any topics you guys want to talk about so we'll be looking forward uh, to seeing all that yes yes and and also uh the podcast is available on spotify uh google Podcasts, and soundcloud so tell your friends tell your family tell your moms tell your dads all right guys we love you see you soon peace deuce, deuce.